It is Wednesday, May 4th in the NBA, and I'm back with my two best picks of the day. Yo, what's going on, everyone? This is Austin from Calling Our Shot. We got two games on today, both game twos. We got Miami Heat taking on the Philadelphia 76ers, and we have the Dallas Mavericks again on the road taking on the Phoenix Suns. Both of those Mavericks and the Sixers trying to even up the series at 1-1. Now, if you are new to the Calling Our Shot channel, I appreciate you for coming out to the video. If you want to hit that subscribe button down below, we certainly would appreciate it as we grind towards 33,000 subscribers. We got a parlay giveaway coming at that milestone. Now, also drop a like to to, and comment below your best bet because I'm curious what you guys like for today's slate of the games. Now, as I promised, we'll be back again at home tomorrow. Finally, we are still on the road. A lot of people had some guesses yesterday where we are. Today, the COS World Tour takes its talents to Savannah, Georgia, but we will be back home in Tampa starting tomorrow, so don't worry about that. Apologies if we have a little bit of a lag for the video, but We'll keep getting after it. We appreciate you guys as always for tuning in. Yesterday, a one in one day, Giannis over 49 and a half PRAs goes like 11 for 27 from the field. I think he ends with about 44. And Dylan Brooks under 23 and a half PRAs was a winner. And man, <laughs> boy, was that sweat free as that man gets ejected with two minutes in. Hopefully, Gary Payton the second is okay. But yeah, we'll take an under. That's the reason you bet some unders. Some fluky things can happen. And that's basically what happened with Dylan Brooks. He goes under. We'll probably take it again in game three. So maybe he doesn't get uh, suspended, which you never know with the NBA these days. Now, either way, if you are new to the Call on Our Shot channel, thank you guys again for coming out. If you want to support us a little bit more, consider becoming a COS All-Star or All-Stars out there, the real MVPs of the channel. Thank you guys all so much for supporting us. If you want to support us, click the join button on the channel or the link in the description. It costs $2.99 a month. Our newest All-Stars, we got Lee 2 Creative. Welcome back. And we got Drew Z3. Thank you guys both for supporting us. Let's waste no more time. Let's hop into the first game on the day. Miami Heat, Philadelphia 76ers. I'm going with this guy. Drum roll, please. Max Struess. I'm taking his under. 12.5 points, minus 118 on DraftKings. Now, I know there's a lot of Struess fanboys or fan stands out there. And I think he's a very good bet player. But I don't like this matchup for him. Now, Sharper Books, Starters. Have us at minus 151. So we got a plus expected value bet, which if you bet plus EV bets all the year long, it's going to be profitable in the long run. And we really like this one. They got this sharper books have us at minus 151. In fact, we can get at minus 118. Sign me up. Now let's talk about game one. Played 33 minutes, five points on two of eight shooting. I don't expect him to shoot as poorly as he did that game. But we also have to think about this is a guy dealing with the hamstring injury. So we're not kicking a guy when he's down. And while we are taking an under for a guy that's sort of injured, it is something that's going to play into it. Maybe he's not 100% there, and maybe he doesn't play his normal amount of minutes. Who knows? You never know with Eric Spolstra. Sometimes he plays Duncan Robinson 28 minutes, and then Duncan Robinson plays zero minutes. That's Eric Spolstra's game plan. But he still played 33 minutes, only five points. I'm not even coming close to this over-under. And look. When you look at his field goal attempts this season, it's going to be a three-point uh, specialist. That's basically what he does. 6.5 of his 8.3 field goal attempts have come from the three-point line this season. So this guy that's not really driving to the rim. He's kind of like Duncan Robinson 2.0, not a guy that's going to shoot a lot of shots in the mid-range, maybe 1.8 of them more just with his foot on the line. But either way, this guy that's shooting a lot of three-pointers. And we look at the first matchup in this, the first round against the Atlanta Hawks. The guy was pretty good. People were making a lot of money on his overs. He hit the over in three of five games versus the Atlanta Hawks. And why is that? Because the Hawks are a much worse defensive team than the Philadelphia 76ers. Philadelphia, for comparison, gave up the second fewest three-pointers made this season. Atlanta allowed the 23rd fewest or the eighth most. Two different teams on completely different ends of the spectrum. So we obviously was not a surprise to see him go under in game one with only five points. While I expect him to shoot better today, still it is not. It wouldn't surprise us if he didn't shoot that well. This Philadelphia 76ers team, great defensively, minus DeAndre Jordan. Sorry, he didn't deserve that stray. But we look at it and that, that would be speak to existence. Max Struess this season versus the Sixers. 
five, one, five was game one, obviously, then 1.9, 11, and nine points. He's gone under in all five games, and really only one of them he got within, you know, a shot. If he's only going to finish with nine points, it's a guy that's going to shoot a lot of threes. So the fact that his line is 12 and a half, he could hit four threes and still stay under this line, which is what we like to see. Now, if you look at his career against the Sixers, under in all eight games. Now, this is a guy that hasn't played a long time in his career, so a lot of these games are more or less recent. And I do have to say, one of those games of one of the eight, he only played two minutes. But the rest of them, he had played 17 minutes in one of them. I think 24 or more in the other ones, which is what I expect him to play. Now, if Eric Spolster doesn't want to play him a lot of minutes today, fine by me. Sign me up. I'm all in for it. Now, I do expect Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo to shoot a little bit more today. They only shot 26 times in game one. And while that might, you know, a reasonable number, we have seen Jimmy Butler attempt, you know, sometimes 26 shots by himself. He did attempt 16. Bam Adebayo only 10. So at the worst, I think they attempt 26, maybe even some more. Obviously, Tyler Hero will get his own as well. Talk about him in a second. But over under for this game, set at 207 and a half. Super low over under, not expecting a lot of points. Didn't get a lot of points in game one. What was the final score? Like 106 to 92. So they don't expect a lot of points again in this one. So I really like Max Struess taking his under 12 and a half points. I think he's a great player. I think he's a solid role player, but I don't see him scoring 13 points today. Give me his under minus 118 on DraftKings. Now let's talk about a couple other leans in these games. Then we'll move on to the second game on the slate. We're going to look at Tyler here. I like his under 27 and a half PRAs. Now I understand he crushed the line out of the water in game one. Imagine the Sixers make a little bit of adjustment. Say, you know what? Someone else can beat us besides him. Let's make Gabe Vincent beat us. Or let's let Jimmy Butler go back to beating us kind of thing. I don't, don't see Tyler Hero having another big game off the bench. Didn't have a lot of rebounds. I think he had six or seven assists. So maybe you just look at his points line. But I don't mind taking his under 27 and a half PRAs. Obviously, the sixth man of the year just got that award awarded to him. So congratulations to him. But I still lean Tyler Hero's under day. Tyrese Maxey, same thing, under 28 and a half PRAs has not been very good on the road in Philadelphia. The reason I put these as lanes is because I'm not going to put any, I don't like forcing a lot of bets in the playoffs, but Tyrese Maxey, I consider a couple other guys on the Sixers for unders, but it's hard to bet team without Joel Embiid. We don't have a lot of sample size without Joel Embiid and with James Harden in the lineup. So not really going to force a lot of plays on that Sixers side until we see maybe Embiid come back, or maybe we'll look at their sides in game three, but don't mind that. And then I kind of lean the Sixers plus the eight points. It doesn't make any sense, but that spreads in the NBA. So many people are going to be on the heat after what they did to them in game one. They still only won by 14 points. So the fact that they were kind of dominating them, if you take out DeAndre Jordan's minutes, when he was played 17 minutes, they were minus 22. Granted, some of those minutes were with Tobias Harris and James Harden and whatnot, but I think we should see a little bit more B-ball Paul Reed playing today. So I like the Sixers to cover that eight points. I know it spreads. They're hard to predict. Let's move on to the second game, Mavericks-Suns. Taking Dwight Powell, taking his under six and a half points, minus 128 on FanDuel. Got to make a note, Dwight Powell does not have a PRA line on FanDuel, which is awfully suspect. If you're not going to give a guy a PRA line, probably a good indicator that now nah, who knows what's going to happen with him. But I still like his under six and a half points. Now, Dwight Powell, let's talk about him. Sharper Books got this under minus 169, another plus EV bet. So both of our two plays plus EV bets. We love to see that. Now in game one. Dwight Powell, 16 minutes played, four points, shot two for three from the field. Obviously going under in that one. The three field goal attempts, love to see that. I would love even less today. Now we know Dwight Powell, not really got as much of an offensive game. Basically, all of his layups or all of his points are going to come off layups or alley-oops basically coming from Luka Doncic. Now we look at it, he's under in five of seven playoff games so far this season. Obviously the first round against the Jazz in that six-game series. You look at the two games he went over, he played to over 20 minutes. And I don't remember exactly how many points he scored, but... 
He's going to play over 20, 25 minutes. He has a better chance of hitting this over, obviously. But still, he only played 16 minutes in game one. I think they're fine with that. I don't think they want to play him a lot in this series. Now, in his last 14 playoff games since 2020, he's averaged 12.4 minutes per game and 3.4 points per game. Now, obviously, I don't expect him to play 12 minutes. I expect him to play, you know, close to 16 to 20 range. But still, the fact that he's only averaging 3.4 points per game over that time span in the playoffs, pretty good indicator. He's under this line in 10 of those last 14 playoff games. And look, you look at the Suns, a very good defensive team. Even though they gave up 114 points in game one, still, you saw Dwight Powell only get four. The Suns allowed the eighth fewest points per game to centers this season. Obviously, Dwight Powell, the starting center for the Dallas Mavericks. There's some games where he plays the first four minutes of the second half, doesn't come back in the rest of the game. Now, Powell has scored four, six, two, and three points for the Suns this season. So, going under in all four of those games against the Suns team. And he's also under this line in six of his last seven versus DeAndre Ayton, which is what we love to see. Obviously, Ayton, the starting center for the Phoenix Suns, who is a very good center defensively, doesn't give up a lot of lobs. That's not what he does. He's very active, and he's not going to hes not going to be a guy that's going to camp in the paint, might, maybe like a Rudy Gobert, but he can move his feet, and they're not going to let him get a lot of open uh, looks for Dwight Powell, that is. Now we look at the Mavericks. Game one, they were very comfortable separating Dwight Powell, getting him out of the game, playing Maxi Kleber and Spencer Dinwiddie close to 30 to 25, 25, 30 minutes each for those guys. That's where we saw Dwight Powell's minutes, and they were fine with that as we saw those guys kind of knock down some shots, easily space the floor a little bit more for Luka Doncic, who obviously dropped, what, 45 points in game one. And we look at the Jason Kidd, look at the Mavs game plan. They did very well offensively against a very good Phoenix Suns defense. They scored 114 points. Just not going to win a lot of playoff games, giving up 121. So... I expect they tell those guys, the guys that were playing a lot of those minutes, that the starting four with obviously Dorian Finney-Smith, Luka Doncic, Jalen Brunson, and obviously those guys, plus Reggie Bullock, and then with Maxi Kleber, and obviously, um, what's his name? I just even said his name. With uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, they're going to rely on those guys to play more defense. And like I said, they did well offensively. They just got to play better defense. So I don't see Dwight Powell having a big role today, taking his under six and a half points. Now, if I had to talk about a couple leans, I'll make this quick. Dorian Finney-Smith's going under 12 and a half points. You can book that. You can take it to the bank. We obviously saw Drew Holiday. We took his bet. We took his under 19 and a half points in game one. Obviously, he went over. Obviously, we didn't take it in game two. Naturally, he goes under. That's the nature of Ben's player props. They normally go flat, flip-flop over and under. Now, Jay Crowder over four and a half rebounds. They get eight in game one. Normally, a very good rebounder. I don't expect them to put him on Luka Doncic all too much. So, he'll just be camping out in the paint. DeAndre Ayton is not, he's afraid of grabbing rebounds. I saw a lot of people on his rebound prop, like 10 and a half, 11 and a half in game one. Gave him one rebound in the second half. Managed to get up to, I think, eight, but still going under. And then I like the under, 216 points. Very similar to how I picked the Sixers plus the eight. Benton spreads and over-unders in the playoffs are very tough. And normally you see one thing happen in game one. The other thing's going to happen in game two. The fact that they scored 235 points in game one, they still keep this over-under 216. Pretty good indicator that I think they're going under in this one. So those are just my leans. Those are the plays I'm going with. Got the plays at the bottom of the screen. We're going Max Struess, and we're taking us under six or 12 and a half points. And we got Dwight Powell under six and a half points. I'll be back at home again tomorrow. Appreciate you guys as always for supporting the channel. If you aren't new, hit that subscribe button. Go check out our MLB Best Bets video, which will be on the screen. Check that out. We will not have a podcast this week, but we have a special guest for next week. So stay tuned for that. Appreciate you guys. We're going 2-0 today. Book that. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.